welcome to Drinking and Talking with your host, Vincent Franconi. Okay, so I'm pouring some uh, scotch now. We've gone on from beer to the heavy alcohols here. We're drinking uh, Laphroaig scotch, which is one of my favorite scotches. Um, and, it, you know, like one of my friends, the guy who was on the last podcast, Eric, who's a big bourbon guy, referred to scotch as being a little bit like homework. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. you know, you're, if you're a drinker and you're drinking scotch, like it, it, there's something to that. It takes a little bit out of you. Uh, and it's effort. I don't really feel that way. I love scotch. Um, it's not an everyday thing, but it's a treat. But Laphroaig Scotch is currently having a contest to drink the scotch and name, like, your opinion of what's going on with the scotch. Because it's very assertive. And the winner gets uh, tickets to the uh, distillery over in the island of Isla. Which is, uh, see, already Mikey's making faces as he's breathing in the the nose, the peaty nose. I'm not a big drinker, but I am participating today. Mike is making a personal sacrifice and actually drinking and talking. Uh, It's not his thing. I think he's more of a smoker and talker, but we won't get into that. (laughs) That's fine. That's okay. Everybody knows. Everyone knows that Mike likes to. Legalize it. Yeah, Mike's more of a, he indulges in other things. that's, That's more my speed now, too. But I still like to have the occasional drink. I like whiskey. I, I like to balance well, it out. Well, I've, I've always kind of noticed between the two of you that Joey was a bigger drinker. For a long time. Joe used to be Mr. Joe. Saturday Night, dude. Holy shit. In like my early 20s, obviously, you're going out, you're drinking a lot. And then I stopped yep. for a long, long time. I mean, like, I would have an occasional drink, but I wasn't really doing it much. And then, like, right around 33, I just started drinking every night a hmm. lot, like a ton. And uh, then you kind of stop. And now I'm kind of in a good place. I'm 46 now. So I'm sort of like. Get out of here. I'm 46. Yeah, Vince, when did that happen? It happened. You guys are, you're 32 and you're 28. I'm 46. I'm older than you guys. So now I'm in the place where I'm like, I'm drinking, but like, you know, responsibly like a nightcap with dinner. Right, right. Or like, you know, I have the rule of three. If you have three whiskeys after you have dinner and then you go to sleep. You can still wake up and go to work. Absolutely, sure. yeah. But, like, you know, once I have, like, seven I'm in trouble, <laughs> like, I know. Especially if I'm drinking this shit. You know, right. your limits. Yeah, but it's, like, this there was a shit. time when, like, there were, like, you know, you're, you're at that period where you can just abuse your body. Exactly. And bounce back. And, well, and not only that, during this time, it was, like, I would do that. I would drink a half bottle and go out, drink beer, do whatever, my friends. Wake up at ten o'clock. Let's go to the gym, guys. Oh, well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, I don't even. Understand. You guys must be gym rats because you're too thin to be drinkers <laughs> and be this fucking thin. Yeah. Because I was always fat, which is yeah. one of the reasons why you could drink. Because I was always like a fat dude who sure. could fucking drink. Uh, and now, like, I like like I've been going to the gym so hard in my forties because I want to like be able to walk up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Right. And Definitely. it's like now I go to the gym, but I never did before. Mm-hmm. So I it's just like good habit to get with him because I just the really? same thing. I'm like, you know, it ain't gonna kill me. It catches up to you, though. Right. So it's like I want to be able to, I mean, if I could be candid, I want to be able to have sex with someone and not get winded. Whoa, sex when you're out of shape is no good. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Like, so like cardio, That's a Louis C.K. Like, joke. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. No, so, no. You want to be able to like. And like as much as I love sitting on my couch with my cat, like I got to have, I got to be in shape for right. if there's a, you know. Well, I well, think that's one of the few things like, that I agree with, like the use it or lose it, like. It, you can keep your body right. at a certain point. No, you, it's it's well. We're not I don't keep know. it there, but I'm saying I'm just saying like you can 
if you don't do any physical activity, that's not good for you. No, it's not. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying if you at least, but I'm wondering, even if it's a couple walking. times a week. I'm wondering yeah. if like there's a Franconi gene. Because like Joe, like we were talking about our grandfather earlier. Like he, he how old was Joe when he died? Do you know? 78? Yeah, he was Sounds pushing 80, right? He almost yeah. got 80. Like Joe was a walking really scar. Yeah. Like his stomach, yep. he had so many stomach surgeries mm-hmm. from years of coffee and steak and egg, yep. which is what he lived on for years and eating like all that food. And those, what do you cook at two in the morning all the time? Peppers, peppers, and, peppers and eggs. Peppers and egg sandwiches. That's what he died. He would just died. eat that at two in the he morning. Died he died frying peppers. That, I'm not kidding. He was in his go. kitchen and he was frying peppers for a pepper Doing egg sandwich and he just like lost and he just was gone. It was instant. He cried. He screamed out Rita's name and died. Isn't that crazy? It I remember is. that night. Yeah, which is too. which is sad, but in the same time, like I love that went out right. because like our grandmother died in a in a long, protracted, yeah, horrible, stupid, fucking yep. hospice way. After where that, Joe was just like, anything. I'm gonna go make a pepper and egg sandwich, and then he just goes, <laughs> right? Which is kind of beautiful, right? But like Joe's body, like he worked as a truck driver for a plywood company, mm-hmm. so his fingers were fucked because he dropped plywood on them, yeah, and they were just gnarled were... twists of like bone. His stomach was a giant wound. He had like a, a he had constant, no belly button. He had no belly button. Yeah, no teeth. No teeth. Because he had an operation for uh, so years of something. Do you wait, do you remember when he used to pop out his teeth? Yeah, yeah. I oh, just, yeah. I just I, I, that I, 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 dawned on me the other day, and I for, totally forgot. And um, thank you. <laughs> and uh, I totally forgot. Yeah. He would just do that. That he like would do that to like scare. You didn't kids see what he would. But it was were you like, around when he would like lift it. the bandage of his stomach wound oh, and yep. show me his hole? Oh, his I know that. I know. I've seen that. Yep, so like too. my uh, grandfather I know, was just like, like how disturbing that we all just bonded over. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was like to do with his medical wounds. It was like years of drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, and eating shitty diner food as a truck driver. Well, yeah, he quit smoking. Well, he always bragged about how easy it was to quit smoking. Well, like, we were in a hospital getting tire drained out of your lungs. That's not hard to right. quit smoking at that moment. I mean, even when we only had that oxygen tank, like, you have to have this on all the time. It's like, I don't want to fucking wear that thing. He only wore all the right, oxygen fine. when he felt like it. Yeah. Oh, wait, we have an intruder through the podcast, oh, which hello. is, uh, <laughs> just gave me the finger, Double which, is, uh, which is my, my wife here. I want to say hello real fast. Hi. Hi, there you go. That's all you're going to get is a hi. Yeah. Q. Q's in the crate still. He has been quiet and sleeping, I hope. No. I thought I think he was no, I haven't I heard him barking oh, earlier, but I think he stopped barking, so I figured he was probably chill. So I didn't want to risk it. That's what the father always says when his child's cooking in the car and he completely right. forgot about him. He goes to work. Hey, oh yeah, he's that, fine. My yeah. mom did that to me and I turned out just fine. He's fine. <laughs> well, you wanna go check on him and bring him up? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Nimi. We're about to try. Okay? We're about to try this. We're about to actually have some. I know. Before, like, I got some thoughts about oh, it. Can I smell it? Who's yeah. Please. Low, Please. Like, lean into the mic and say what you think when you okay. do. The sniff it smells is... like electrified bugs. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> like moths frying oh. on a blue fucking light. Shit out little fractures of Scotland. Oh, the Scottish bugs then. Yeah. So when but they seriously, it smells electric. So when they hit the the, the bug zapper, they go, "Ah, oh, you're wistos cunt." <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But I think that's what I said the first time I sniffed it when we were at the Red Lion. The I reason it I started metallic. The reason I started drinking the frog is because of my wife. Because one day we were at the Red Lion pub. Oh, believe me, one of my favorite bars. And I was like, she ordered a wine, and I saw the Lafroig bottle, and I said, "That shit is harsh." 
if you ever want to have fun, watch. You should watch me order that and drink it. And she goes, "Order it, motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> like she <laughs> saw it as a dare. Here, dude, let's go. I'm like, all right. So I got a double Lafroy, and I said, "Here, sniff it." And she sniffed it, and then she had like this, like rattling off of opinions about it. And then I drink, and I'm like, I think I like this uh, fucking paint thinner that I'm drinking. Like people like they like Malort. Oh yeah. Oh no, this is better. Uh, yeah. Malort's horrible. Malort is Malort this is tastes drinkable. like off bug spring. Oh. Once you get once you get Lafroy yes. into your nose and you get used to it, you drink it. Malort never you get used to. Well, this, it's like the earth. Man. The one thing uh. very earthy. The one thing I can appreciate about it does not burn. Not even in the well, least. Does not for me. Let's all have not a Lafroy sip and let's see it. if it burns. Cheers, Ready? Gentlemen. Cheers. Oh, that's good. It tastes like it smelled burnt <laughs> firewood. Yes. Camp, I smell. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it tastes like firewood after it's been burning and it's like all, you know, like orange and it's like half. If you were to stab it, it would disintegrate. Uh huh. That's what it smells and tastes like. Really salivating I'm, right now. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm salivating. Oh, maybe that's a good beautiful. thing. And Joe, like, you have any thoughts? I feel it's like liquefied copper. Oh. Ooh, it's copper, like penny. A little copper, very metally. Yeah, it's like sucking a penny. A little bit, a little bit this in is, there with like, a, like, but you smoked it. This, it's really very smoky. smoky. Yeah. Smoked pennies. Yes, in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't really smell it as much now that I've tasted it. But that's the beautiful thing. It does smell. Once you drink it, you don't smell it anymore. It's like he just lost his sense of smell. Yeah. Just like kill those nerves. Beautiful. It's a beautiful. Whiskey. Me and you got different definitions of beautiful. <laughs> Well, it's beautiful in the sense that, like, you know, it's ugly beautiful. I guess it's, sure. it is like that. Yeah, because it is. I could, like, I know, like, you sip it. You don't sit here and chug it. You don't, you don't do a shot. Like, no. It's like, I'm trying to think of what it's like. Like, punishing yourself a little bit. But it's like, it's, I can appreciate that it's this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the smell and this flavor. And, like, you can feel it go down your gullet and. It sits on your tongue, and then you can't smell things. Like yeah. I can appreciate it. It, it, changes, like it, it does so. change you for like a little while, because when you drink it, 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 it's in your nose, it's in your mouth, and anything after that is just basically Lafroig. No, it's true. Like I've like been trying a, to chase it, it this it, year, almost, and it, it won't. I still it just taste this. So I just taste this. Like, like this beer doesn't do anything. I feel bad because Scotland has been basically colonized by England for years, but I almost feel like it's the Scottish revenge. Because when you drink Lafroig, it's like colonization. It's imperialistic in the sense that, like, you drink it and everything now is Lafroig. Yeah. It's all Scotland. That's and, true. And then fuck everything else. Like, you know, you could drink beer, you could eat anything, and it's going to taste like peat and smoke. This has taken over all my senses. <laughs> I'm not even listening to you yeah. guys speak. I'm so hyper focused oh on, like, God, what I'm experiencing so with this. <laughs> it's like, I feel like I'm corrupting my cousin. Well, no. Because, like, you're, this is what, your second class, which is no judgment. Easily, easily. But are you just. Can I see you take a swig of it to what, like, see how much you're All putting right. down here? Ooh like, la 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 frig. Like, this is a normal swig of it. Oh, oh. see, oh. like, I. You never chug it, you I just, sip it. No, no, well, I usually that's what I'm sip saying. it. Like, so, but still, well, like, so that's like, I, I feel like it's just like a, that was a monster. A little touch of drop of it on my tongue, and it just. Take, yeah. overtakes so you were sipping. It. You were that was a no, monster. Sipping. That was a monster sip. I just. I couldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. I don't I've know. Been, I've been sipping on this one glass for a while. I mean, look, it was like a like barely. Well, let's high see. Fascinating. I've got my Lafroig bottle, and we're not even halfway through it. Oh man! Uh, Can I see that? Yeah. Take a look. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> it's very. It's like it's like oh, it's like someone's camping in my mouth. Ooh, wait. That's exactly it. Someone's camping in my mouth. That's it. That might be the winner. I like electrified I, bugs, too, but the camping oh, in my mouth Oh, we have to blend perfect. all these. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the it's thing like about it. It's like you're burning it. a citronella cam- uh, candle at your campfire. Yeah, you can <laughs> the smell the bugs being zapped yeah. behind you. Here's the beautiful thing about buying Lafroig. 
every time you buy a bottle, there's a little like card that comes in. Like you get this cylinder in which it's housed in. And when you open it, it has a little like card in there, which you can fill out on their website. There's a code mm -hmm. for each bottle. And you can own uh, one foot of the soil on the island really? in which it's uh, distilled. So currently, I own, in my name, in Vincent Franconi's name, there is a, there is 12 inches no of soil that I own. That's my awesome. wife has it in her name. I uh, didn't drink it. She doesn't even drink it, uh, but I she has it. And then our, 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 our dog nice. has in his name. Yeah. That's so awesome. we have like about three feet of, of, yeah. of Isla as an island That's that is in our name. That's pretty neat. Stand-up shower. And you're 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 like allowed to go there, and and when oh. you go to visit the distillery, you can <laughs> run your block. hand over the the twelve inches of <laughs> soil that is yours. Wow, that's pretty. So you're neat. encouraged to do. But when I drink this, I feel like it is very mossy, mm -hmm. peaty. Oh. It feels like you're drinking a little yeah. bit of that earth. Mm -hmm. Like they take <laughs> yes. the fucking peat from the river, from the right. water in the Atlantic, and they it's, put it into the brew. It's process. almost like someone made tea from wood chips, right? <laughs> and then mixed it with like whiskey. It's wood chip whiskey. Yeah, tea. like it's a little bit of particularly rich flavor. Particularly, yes. <laughs> who writes this shit? Uh, the Lafroy. We're people. trying to. Right. What, well, can I ask a question? Yeah. When it says it's best served uh, savored neat, does yeah. that just mean That's no ice? That is literally what you're drinking now. Like Lafroy is sort of like. I mean, it's not an expensive. Yeah, it's best not an expensive savored. bottle. Like like this is a ten year old Lafroy. Oh So you wow. can get this for like about forty wow. bucks, you maybe. Yeah. Year the, uh, yeah. You can get like Lafroig's 16 year yeah. bottle. You can get like their cask special black Lafroig. Like you can spend upwards of 80 bucks on a bottle. This is the basic $40 10 year old Lafroig. It's like this is the, this is like their sweatshop Lafroig, which is not a sweatshop. But like, this is like, right. Watching Michael drink this is fun. It's like I want to keep. I mean, see, it's like enticing. That's the thing. It's like it's like putting your tongue on a sore tooth. It's, it's terrible. You, know what? you can't it's, help exactly. but do it. This is the embodiment of gluttony. Yes, because it's like oh, it hurts, I'm a third, but I, I like it. You know? Yes. Yeah. It's like oh, you know. <laughs> I feel like this. Shit's you hear this? Put I, want, on my I want this yeah. to be a podcast. Oh, the sound of the cork. There we go. There we go. That's like such an elky sound. I feel like it is a bit of a drunk. Jeffrey, would you like a little splash more? Yeah. This all is the right. guy coming who doesn't drink, like making all these judgments. Yeah, right. that sounds like what Alki's would sound. Well, but like. I know, but I like that. What's like, neat? That's a good. That's a cool. Yes, I love. I love Michael's. Though. Not exactly. This is what we want. Right. We want Outside the, the box, not someone yeah, that yes. is always drinking. We want scotches. the potheads respect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, and that's the this thing. This is terrible because my aunts are going to listen. No, to my mom knows. They know. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, guys. Yeah. I'm outing you as being a mild pothead. You know, there's, they're completely. My mom is completely against this. She won't have any dialogue about it with me. But it comes down to I'm 32 years old. We we should talk about your mom. I love her. <laughs> Tell stories. Oh, that you that you probably right, know, you but like just to humanize her. You guys a want it? Well, you want to hear a crazy story or like a? Let me hear your mom, your favorite like Gen story? Jenny story. All right, let me tell my you aunt Jenny one. is. Uh, right. I love my aunt Jenny. My aunt Jenny, for the record, was wonderful to me as a child, yeah, and she's, she's a great. wonderful oh. aunt. I love her very much. An angel. Being her son, maybe. I don't know. Well, I think. I'm the favorite child. Because, <laughs> yes, he said so assuredly. You're the only, only boy in the right. family. I'm her only son. She has three okay. daughters. Now I know she loves all her children. All that bullshit parents have to say, but like, <laughs> let's be real here. You're all my favorite. I'm the one that went away. I'm like the Uncle Nick. Yeah, I'm like your dad. You um, went to you went to Georgia, right? And that was big. So, uh, anyway, so one of my favorite crazy mom stories is I was working my first job at Dominic's, and before I had a car, my mom would pick me up because I. We lived on 88th Avenue, and the Dominic's was on the Grange, so it was like a three-minute car ride. Right. It wasn't far. Um, and 
she was picking me up from work and she was just in one of her Italian rage moods. Yo. I don't know what caused it. I was six, 15 or 16 years old and uh, I'm in the back seat of the car and we're driving down 88th Avenue and she just is screaming at me. I guess I didn't clean my room, <laughs> which I don't think is the reason she had gotten set off, but yeah. Um, we're driving, Hold on, we're we have driving. an intruder here for a second in, my, in the form of Jeez. my dog, Queequeg. Come oh, here. hi. Come here, Queequeg. Say hello. You Say hello. This beautiful... See, he's house. not barking at you guys because you're outside. Right. We're not it's in your so castle. Funny. Okay, oh. say hi to the to the mic. Oh. <laughs> ah, there we go. Okay. Are you taking him? Yeah, I'm going to take him. Thank you, Ninis. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, uh, Michael, go ahead. So we're driving, and she's getting, like, working herself up, and then she's going faster and faster oh no and faster <laughs> and building building more power building the rage and she goes you know you want to fucking clean your room I'm gonna just drive us off the fucking road right here <laughs> and end it for both of us and I'm sitting in the oh, back seat I just God. got off work it's 1030 I'm like and then we the, the, so, so she's literally obviously like you know now to be fair she was married to a giant fucking prick asshole who hit her and True. beat her. So I'm sure she had her reasons for feeling however she did. And maybe it was being reprojected onto me. Possibly. Which is fine. Possibly. Or, But I also know how my mom is. So then I obviously make it home. Then she drags me into my room. She just starts throwing all my shit onto the middle of my floor. Whether it was <laughs> dirty cl- books on my shelf, in the middle of the floor. Clothes in my closet, on the middle of the floor. Get out. Pillows on my bed, on the middle of the floor. Lamp on everything. Like literally took my, my thing and just threw it all on the middle of the floor. She goes, there, you want to fucking clean your room? Well, now you have to fucking clean it. Wow. Walked out. Oh my Pile of God. shit just on the middle of my floor. I don't floor. think I, I heard see that, that one, uh, but I could totally. Well, yeah. there was Did this you time. clean your room? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he cleaned his room. Spick and span. Up until recently, out of almost, I think, spite of how my mom was such a clean freak, I never made my bed. But yeah. now I do it every day because I love your it. Your mom is a clean freak. Yeah. I would go to your mom's when she was sort of hosting. Like, usually when there's a family party... Frankly, it's Joe's mom. Oh my god! Who fucking is obsessed? We have with to him. make it look like no one lives here. Right? I know. Like, like Joe's mom will throw parties, and it's just like I always used to call her. Uh, she was like a Courtney Cox and Friends. Yeah, just obsessive with like the party throwing. Mm-hmm. Like I remember your little sister Katie uh, when she had her. I don't know what it was. It might have been confirmation. It was some Catholic sure. bullshit. Yep. Um, <laughs> You guys raised were Catholic. Yeah, right? I was. Okay, you were. I don't know if you were as raised as Catholic as I was. I, I went to all the confirmation. Did you guys? I, all the CCD? I did it. I did CCD. You did confirmation. The whole time, all that bullshit. Yeah. I think by like sixth grade, I was like, "This is fucking dumb." Well, <laughs> so yeah, I you realized like, it early. Went along, and then when I turned eighteen, I was like, "I'm done." But I'll, I'll never forget, like, religious. well, I never forget, like, your 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 sister Katie's whatever, probably her first communion. Sure. And like your mom, like, and her, like Katie had this was a little girl. Joey's little sister and she had this dress on and your mom was like taking the picture and it was like a really fucking orchestrated thing. Yeah. Like smile. Yeah. Fucking smile. Yeah. And I just remember like, like a this specific... poor little girl yeah. like she just wants to run around and be a girl like and be a kid. There's I think yeah a degree of our family especially my mom is like obsessive insane. about I mean absolutely insane um, <laughs> but also like obsessive about cultivating moments and like capturing sure. a picture and a photo and like <sighs> Following traditions well, and doing the same thing yeah, all the every fucking, fucking time. Traditions big. That's the traditions big. And, yeah, and, an and, and I and I know that, but like that's actually, if I can say something I've always respected about you is that you come 
to stuff when you want to. <laughs> when you can, when it's convenient. Well, and and convenient, like right? I've like because I li- I moved out of my parents' house a year ago, just yeah. a year. It was August first last year. And now you know the and, beauty of that. And right, and now like I've been seeing. I'm like I get. Why right. Vince is, yes. You know, why he's only yes. at the big things that he wants to come why to. Why do I live in Rogers Park? Right. The and farthest north seriously. And part of Chicago. And that's and I think yes. part of me is being the last year I've been particularly strong arming family events. Yes. Because you I'm need like, to do that. Right, because I'm like I'm trying to distance myself because I can't be expected to be at everything because I don't live under well, the same roof anymore. The Franconis have this thing, and I call them the Franconis even though they're not named Franconi. Sure. But, right. Like the, the, my dad is the oldest of his siblings, and he's the only Franconi left, because his three sisters have all you know got different last names. There's the Arp, mm-hmm. the Crutchfield, mm-hmm. the Thomas. No, it's Lewis now. Lewis, uh, I'm sorry, fuck, uh, right. you're Thomas. Yeah, I'm a Thomas. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and Jenny's Tom is Lewis now. Yep. So anyway, like the 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 problem with that is that like my dad moved to Ohio mm-hmm. yep. to get away from all this shit. I mean, he didn't mean to. It was for his job. Yeah, but like the advantage is when he comes to town, it's a big deal. Second coming of Jesus. It's the yes. second coming of Jesus. He's the baby Jesus. So when oh my God, Nikki's coming to town, we gotta all like fucking put shit out and have pizza and food and shit, and like it's a big deal. There's a smaller version of that when you move out of the suburbs. Yeah, I was, you move yeah. to Chicago because they're all in the south suburbs. Yep. I moved to the farthest north side. Partially, I moved to the north side of Chicago because of, like, you know, I just kept moving north every few years because mm-hmm. of, like, rent. Because right. <laughs> I can't yeah. afford to pay sure. Lincoln Park prices yeah. anymore. But, like, now it's like, if I go to, to see my family, it's a, it's an ordeal. It's like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys get that now. Yes. Because when you live in the suburbs and you're 10, 15 minutes away, there's a fucking family thing every weekend if you want it. Every yep. day almost. Every Seriously. day, practically. Lena lives down the street from my mom, my sister. Lena did, really? Your sister lives down the street from my your mom? My sister lives on this. Uh, Cut the fucking cord, Lena. My right. sister lives walking distance from the house we grew up in. Really? You know how we grew up on 167th? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house in uh, she lives on Tinley Park, right? Yeah, you know how like 167th and 80th Avenue? She lives on the other side of 80th now on Paxton Drive and those kinds. Well, Mikey's older sister is an anomaly to me. I don't really know how to figure out my cousin Lena. She's in a and if she's listening to this, yeah. you know, then she can maybe you. chime in. I love her. Like Lena's great. She's unique. She's her own person. <laughs> she really is, sure. and I admire Lena in a lot of right. ways. But she's definitely like. So there was my brother and me as grandkids, and uh, my aunts kind of had fun with that. They, These are my nephews, and sure. we were like little kids, but they were kind of close to our age. And then when your sister came around. It was the first kid who was ever born who was a little younger and she was a girl. Mm-hmm. They fucking went nuts. Yeah. It's like, we are going to program this little girl to love Elton John. All for Lena. And Billy, Billy Joel, Joel and John Prine. Mm-hmm. And nobody growing up in the 80s should love John Prine. <laughs> but your sister, like one Christmas, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? I want the double CD of John Prine's greatest no, hits. No, it's- who the fuck wanted that in the 80s? Lena. I wanted to hear fucking Metallica and mm-hmm. Slayer. And you're... Your your sister is listening to John Prine. There's a hole in Danny's arm where all the money goes, and I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You're a you, you've been poisoned by your aunts." I don't think I realized that about Lena because no, totally. Well, here's the thing: she's your, my she, mom did that to Katie. My sister loves John Prine and really? and sang that song too. She loved Hole in Daddy's Arm. So that's like the Sam, apparently. Uh, what, is that, what is this song called? By the way, is it Sam? I have no idea. I, I'm sort I of blanking on that but song. Like, my sister used to jam that song, and now I'm like weirded out by why. 
both like my, both our moms because indoctrinated your mom our and my and my aunt Joanne, who's my, that stuff. my godmother, yeah, full circle man, who I love very much. Wow. Joanne's my godmother, and she yeah, definitely corrupted me in a way. Yeah. Or, or Joanne like imprinted cream and Led Zeppelin oh, yep. on me, Joe which Joe. is awesome. Sure. But somehow I missed the John Prine, Elton John shit. Yeah, see, I didn't get that either. I just got like the rock stuff, like yeah. the Zeppelin, the Beagle. Oh, the there's the a bug. Sorry, Joe got a animal. bug in his arm. The large wild animal. Um, <laughs> but no, I, back to what you were saying, like how you're right. Like whenever I go home now, my mom treats me. Like I'm a fucking celebrity, like royalty, right? Like gives me Joey's home. I literally get a a, a like carryout bag of yep. like food yep. and detergent. Oh, it's amazing. Contact solution. I'm like, I have a job. I fucking go shopping every week, but I will take no, it. No, well, because, it's an Italian thing, right? Yeah, and I'm like, because uh, and I also understand like my mom like you know wants to take care of her kids. Yeah, I'm not there every day now, so she feels you know it's a way for her to take care of her kids. They'll always so, be my moms. Right. It doesn't so, matter. It so doesn't I matter just, that like, you're a kid. I'm like, though. yeah, I'm like, it's cool, and I'll take it. I'm like, yeah, I need these mac and cheeses. Why not? Well, it doesn't matter <laughs> that you're a kid because okay, so Jeff will back me up here. Like Saint Joseph's Day is oh, the yeah. greatest fucking yep. day in our family. Yep, it is day. amazing. And I brought I brought Jeff and his wife Amanda, my friends. To St. Joseph's Day, like two years in a row. Okay. You should come this year. Oh yeah, yeah. You need to come because it is like we do St. Joe. Like like, I always used to joke because I was a kid, and my grandmother. Um, do you know why we do St. Joseph's Day every year? Do you guys know this? To carry on the. Tr- I mean, doing it. well, there's a reason yeah, it started. Do you know the reason I don't it started? Think I know is it because the church stopped doing it? Grandma took it on in her house. Sorta. So my grandmother <laughs> had breast cancer, mm-hmm. and when she was going in for surgery. She prayed to the Italian patron saint, was it St. Joseph? Get me through this and I will honor you every year with the feast. Because it is an Italian tradition yes. to do the feast of St. Joseph. But we never really did it. When I, like when I was 10, 11, 12, we didn't do that shit. Really? And then one year, grandma got sick and then she started doing St. Joseph's Day. And she asked the church, St. Albert's, can I do St. Joseph's Day there? And they said no. And she fucking did it in her house. Yeah. And then after they saw how successful it was, the entire community came to that. They started doing it in the church, mm-hmm. which is why we did it. And, right. and your mom that. and my yeah, grandmother died, and Joey's mom, Angela, still does that. Does that shit yes. every year. But like back then, it was like I'm doing St. Joseph's Day. I promised him that I would honor him because he got he got me through breast cancer. Yeah. Like the surgery was successful. I did not know that that was the. I thought it was just like forever they were to do nope. it. Nope. It was because wow. grandma had breast cancer and she prayed to St. Joseph on her. That makes so much Prior that to all, anesthesia. That she adds had a whole it. other level of it to me because that's one of my fondest family things is like, I love St. I mean, also it's my namesake. So I always, I'm well, like, you're it's Joe. my there. Like so an well, asshole. But, <laughs> but like, you know, it's funny is in St. Albert's church when we were kid, when I was really little, like we would do St. Joseph's Day two days after St. Pat's Day. Yeah, right. it's always right there. And the Southwest side is very Irish. Yep. Like there's an Irish community back there. You know, they do the South Side Parade. So I remember like seeing these like little Irish girls dancing, like you know, doing the sort of like stiff legged Irish sure. dance. Yep. And uh, they would bring that out every year. And I remember like your mom and like you know like Rita and everybody would be like, they had their day. Two days ago, why did they gotta take it, like like do this in our day? Because like it's the day for the Italians, right? Right. But like it's I was like made me laugh because the Irish and St. Joseph's Day are in, in March they drink, 
Mm-hmm. The Italians, we fucking eat. Yep. Yes. And we eat a lot. Oh, so, and it's a feast. It's like six pounds of pasta, I think, every year at least. Not to mention all the, the meatballs and the egg balls and all the egg other balls, shit. Egg balls. Pasta with the uh, sardines. Oh, yeah. Because you're not supposed to eat the, meat. Um, so we do the consarde. What's the other one? The uh, pasta, pasta, uh, vazool. pasta vazool. Yes. Yeah. Pasta or as, as is known in the more proper Italian restaurants, pasta fagioli. Fagioli. But us like fucking ghetto mm-hmm. country wops call it pasta fagioli. Yeah, I've had to deal with being like, people being like, that's not how that's said. I'm like, well, that's what my mom said, so whatever. Like you do know about the like our grandfather's from Bari, mm-hmm. right? And Bari Italian Sicily, is right? totally different. Well, Grandma's from Sicily, right? Grandma's Sicilian, and, and, and Grandpa was Bari. And uh, like I had a student in my class who was from Rome, oh, wow. and his name was Giovanni. And uh, he's like, "Oh, you're Italiano." He's like, uh, "Where's your family from?" And I'm like, "Bari." He goes, "Even if you spoke Italian, I could not understand you." Oh, because, that's funny. Because in Bari, like, it's makes, such a dialect, it's really? so strong that uh, you don't understand it. So does that explain the whole gobble gall thing? Yes. Yes. Hello, Belinda. Hello. So, so uh, how Italian, we- like, growing up, we used to eat uh, this meat uh, called gobble gall. But in proper, like, sort of shishi, rich, fucking Roman Italian, in, in like, big city Italian, it's called... Uh, I, well, it's spelled Capicola. Capicola. But, like, I've never called it No, we that. call it Gubbogol. And Right. And then people look at you like you got eight heads. You're like, what the fuck Well, are it's because we're, about? like, peasant Italian. Right. Well, like, even the gravy that, like, my grandmother made, which, you know, for non-Italians is what's called pasta sauce. Right. But, like, Italians call it gravy. gravy. But, like, she flavored it with neck bones. Oh, yeah. Yep. And it was so fucking, like, low-rent peasant uh, neck bones. My mom was just telling me, actually, about an Italian restaurant she found that actually makes it with neck bones and like you couldn't believe it and that's like the only Italian restaurant she's actually ever liked to eat at because she's so picky because of the way that the family makes it she that's the only place literally ever to my mom's and like it's a good Italian restaurant well that's the thing that, like, she made I mean she makes the best gravy absolutely who does your mom oh I, I mean ever I mean they our all family. well they all compete I like all of them I love there, my there was a competition yep. in our family oh, who yeah. makes the best gravy who won and my, my dad <laughs> yeah my yeah, father right. won that well shit. see I've got more memory I mean I've had my mom's more I mean probably 50 times well I've many. had Joanne's more yeah see I don't I mean, I like all of them, but like, yeah, I've had my mom's a lot. And I actually was thinking recently, I want to get the recipe and make my start making my version. Right, I should start. You, it's that. not a bad thing to do. Because well, Lydia, you want to say I hi? Really be on the podcast. <laughs> this is my uh, this is my Hello. neighbor slash landlady, Belinda. Say hi. Hi. There you go. We are so happy that you guys are sitting here and that you're using our <laughs> oh, place. Yes. This is beautiful. Because she's planted Steve. so many things. It's beautiful. Out here. Thank and you. It makes Steve really happy too. <laughs> and you know, I've been I, I've been like fucking Perfect. up Steve's name for years. I've been going to this bar on the street called Coonings, but it's actually Coonings. Right. But I've been like putting an umlaut on the yeah. U. <laughs> the U was there. Yeah, but I've, it's actually Canines. Like today she corrected me. I'm like, oh, I fucked it up for years. But oh well. You know, it's Canines. Yeah. You guys have a good night. Thank you so much. Yeah, like the thing is, like, 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 like regal Roman proper Italian sure. will do, uh, like, like they'll, they'll flavor their their gravy with like uh, beef and veal mm-hmm. and chicken and things like that. But like our grandmother would flavor it with neck bones because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I never ate that as a kid, but I would eat the gravy. But I would look over at Grandma, and she was sucking the yeah. meat out of a neck oh, bone. Yeah. It was like the most hillbilly Italian thing I've I ever seen. I feel like the um, Depression-era attitude right. of Grandma and Grandpa was then passed on to my our parents, and yeah. then passed on to me, because... 
I cleared a plate like there was no fucking tomorrow because oh, that's what I was raised to do. Well, you don't leave. Well, the thing is, that if you if you went to St. Joseph's Day as a kid, I don't know if they, if your mom does this, but Grandma used to do this thing where it's like if you take food on your plate, every single thing you eat has been blessed by a priest, right? And you cannot throw it out. It's a sin. So you have to fucking eat it. I don't Catholic think I, guilt. I, yeah, Catholic, well, I don't think my go. mom's ever like gotten on anyone. Like, I mean, to be fair, I never really see people throwing out full plates and stuff. No, we eat the food. I'd be, yeah, right. That's the thing. I feel like it doesn't happen too much. Fox but of, I, you we eat know, the fucking Fachovic, yeah. She does very much, and I'm the same way. Like, you don't let, I, I don't let food go to waste. No, I can't. I'm trying to be really good about. Do you guys that. eat the Fachovic? Yeah. No. I. Lena is the only one who not really. Yeah. Mikey's older sister lost on me. It's this like Italian bread that's made out of just like basic white flour dough, but like they will dr- they'll put scallions in it and chunks of parmesan that kind of melt, and they'll and and, and, sard- and uh, anchovies, yeah, and they'll drizzle the anchovy like oil on top mm. to give it a nice glaze, and it's the saltiest, nastiest shit. Yeah, but like if you dunk that into like the pasta, the gravy with some of the pasta, it's so <laughs> fucking good. Well, next St. Joe's Day, maybe I'll try it. It's, but I mean, like, <laughs> it's been a long I, time since. But I, I mean, have. I was like, I was like fourteen, and like, probably grandma shoved it in my mouth. Yeah, like it wasn't like I like said, I'm gonna try this bread with fish in it. It was more like, here, eat this shit if you're a real wop. <laughs> I'm yeah. surprised I got through grandma with how picky I am. He doesn't eat pasta. Mike is the pickiest motherfucker I know. I'm we're a- gonna order food, and I don't know what to order because of Mike. I mean, I make do though. That's the one thing. Grandma didn't make no bones about it. Like this is what we made. Yeah. So I just eat the bread and the gravy and salad. Well, yeah. did you eat the gravy? I thought you ate plain pasta. No, years. I don't do the pasta. I don't do noodles. So you just you just eat like bread and gravy. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike salad. Mike will eat bread and gravy and salad. I've been I'd be I'd content after living with I'm him. Content with it. Well, the salad's good. Yeah. But the salad, oh, yeah. like like Lo was eating the salad at uh, a family gathering, my wife, and she was like, "This is so good." And I realized what it is is like it's literally wesson oil yep cheap ass fucking oil like it's not like some sort of exotic olive oil Mm -hmm. because like that's all they had the money for and and it tastes pretty good so but i mean you don't like do the uh well you do you went to italy like like mike's the only one in the family who's been to italy i went for six weeks in college studied abroad got my first tattoo there did you really? When I was in Venice. You got a tattoo in Venice? Yeah. That seems like very first like like a, like a recipe for dysentery. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was really worried about it, but um, it took a whole day to find a shop. Um, just tattoo art, tattoo art, going to people, tattoo art, tattoo art. Found this dude passing out shows for like a punk flyers for a punk rock show, and I was like, this dude's gonna be yeah. like a tattooed. He just gave me an address on a piece of paper, and I just walked down for three hours. Found this in a back alley, this like apartment complex, which looked sketchy as shit. But when I walked in, super clean, super well lit, got tattooed from a traveling tattoo artist that was from Rio de Janeiro. And, uh, really? They were playing like a bunch of American, like Blink and Corn and Limp wow. Biscuit. And yeah, I picked up just, I was just like, I found a little bird on my shoulder because I just got, I came from the. Saint, I know that tattoo. Uh, uh, Plaza de. Where you in Venice, you. Oh, all fountain? the birds. Um, oh. St. Marco's. I don't know anything about Venice. Uh, but yeah, so know. you know you can go and you all the birds come, you throw the feet, right. and like you can put it on you. Oh, it yeah. just came from that. So I was like, I'll just get a little bird, remember that shit. That was cool. Yeah. Didn't you say that like the gravy in Italy was very much like Joanne's gravy? Oh, it's good. And dude, the oil and vinegar. Oh, you mix it and you put a little salt in there with your bread. Because none of the salt where I stayed in Montepulciano, none of the salt had or none of the bread had salt in it. Really? 
Yeah. yeah. There's some there was some story about it, but Lo and I are thinking about going next year. It's awesome. We're thinking of going to Bari. Is he uh, awesome. the grandfather's roots? I, I'm dying to go one day. I, I would go. It, I can only imagine what it'd be like to go now with like a phone with a camera. Yeah. I had a digital camera. I took five thousand pictures in six weeks. Wow! Because I mean everything. Yeah, I can see that. Everything. I, we went to Europe. We went to like uh, we went to London, Paris, and oh, Lisbon, wow. and we took. I mean, the like I, I love that my wife is good at taking pictures because I suck at it. Right. Like my thumbs in the fucking frame. Yeah, and all yeah, shit. all the time. So I'm like standing in front of Notre Dame in Paris. And like I'm staring at it, I'm like, this is so amazing. And yeah. I look in my peripherals and there's my wife taking her pictures and I go, Thank God someone's doing right. this. Because right, I can actually right. experience right. this shit sure. while she's like taking the picture of it. So I can look at it later. Right. But the like mental. And that's the thing though, when you look at it later, those pictures don't ever do it justice. No. Well, did I ever tell you about like Lowe's Lowe's greatest trick ever? Cause like she's upstairs, so she she doesn't hear this, so I can talk some shit. It's not tongue and shit, but my wife is a. Uh, she speaks French. She won't admit it, but she speaks French. And like her French was good enough to get her get us around Paris. But like we went to Notre Dame, and if you want to go to like see Notre Dame, you have to stand in this ridiculously long line. And like Lo managed to just like go to the exit instead of the entrance. And in French, convinced the guard that she had left something in there oh and needed to go gosh. back in, and fucking wormed her way into Notre Dame, left me in the cold. Nice. I'm standing in a plaza looking at a cathedral. She's in there looking at history. Wow. And I'm like, motherfucker. That's awesome. But yeah, like that's the kind of shit that she pulled in Paris. That was amazing. That's, that's awesome. I never uh, knew. Like, I would have never guessed she. Spoke oh, French. She, that's funny you say that. Yeah, I never well, would have. I mean, she's Spanish speaking. Right. She speaks Spanish fluently, and like French. She doesn't think she speaks it as well as she does. Okay. But she can That's converse. Awesome. Like we were like the worst moment of my life was when we were taking a, a train from Paris to Lisbon overnight. Okay. And uh it was this nightmare fucking train that we booked. And uh like there was a woman there who was sort of like Portuguese and French and Lo and her were conversing. And I'm like, if it wasn't for that, we would have had like a worse train ride. Yeah. She was sort of like able to like hear so, like we can speak to each other in half French, half Spanish, half Portuguese. Like, yeah. that's three halves. It's not really mathematically Still, yeah. correct. But you get the idea. Your percent language. <laughs> like, Lo is really good at that. Like, Lo can even look at, like, like Dante and Boccaccio in Italian and kind of, like, figure it out. Wow, that's even, awesome. Yeah, whereas I suck at language. But. Yeah. I, I loved, I loved Spanish when I was in high school. Did you take Spanish? I took three and a half years, and I loved it. Like, I was literally, like, one of the few things. I was top of my class. Like, I had, like, 107%. Really? In the class, because of like the extra credit, I loved the shit. It came so easy do you, to uh, me. Do you still speak? I'm last month. None. No. I don't retain any of that <laughs> shit. And I and I like and Jeff speaks more Spanish than you do, dude. No, and like I, it's one of those things. Like I've been wanting to like get back into it because I loved it so much. I wanted to minor in it in college. Really? And I literally had one bad teacher. Oh, that'll my do it. Senior yeah, year of high school. Shit. That'll do it. Oh, that I Done. hated so much that I was like. I took the first semester and I was like, and she was like the only teacher for Spanish uh, four. Fuck. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm done. And then never did it again. Never kept at it. Uh, and I was like, I really enjoyed it. It was very simple to me. I don't know. Like, I remember my mom saying like, it came like, you know, most your, of them yeah, learned Spanish and, yeah. and, and it came kind of with the Italian too. And like, they picked up a little bit. So I'm, you know, being around it a little bit and make made sense to me and, I mean, Spanish, I mean, all the romantic languages make so much sense. Once French? You, 
I think French that, is fucking well, like, difficult. The way that they, the way they feel like that they build sentences and the way that they like, like how you put like the descriptor before something. Maybe I mean I get that. Or like, like or, you know, like I don't. When even I was remember. in France, I was fucked. All I knew how to say was like "goaz" because I was I was smoking a lot back then. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, goaz. Uh, merci. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, it's one of those things that I definitely wish I I kept doing. And you know, I half-ass once in a while get like an app on my phone to try to learn, yeah. and then I'm just like, oh, this isn't going to do bullshit. Like, but here's the thing. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I, in this world, though, today you don't need to because uh, there's a guy. Oh, well, no, 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 that's I not true. I well, but you retain that shit though. With the internet, but that's uh, but do you do you need to? You do. Have you well? But no. But here, when you start when you start dreaming in another point. language, when you start like no right, when you default to another language, when you want to say something like I don't speak Spanish as well as I used to. The best I've ever spoken Spanish was many years ago, like two thousand and nine, maybe. Lo and I went to Mexico City, and we went to um, a lot of other places in Mexico. We went to like Chiapas. We were all over, and like she was there. And Mexican Mexicans were there and they were yeah. like, so I had no choice but to like get into it. Sure. And I had just read a book by, um, um, by, that was translated into English from Spanish uh, by this writer named Roberto Bolaño. And we were in a Mexico City bookstore and I found the book in its original untranslated tongue oh. and I read it in Spanish. It's a short book. So I was like, I can, I just literally finished this yesterday. So it's fresh in my mind. I'm going to fucking read it in Spanish and I'm going to understand it. And I'm going to like, like I'm going to start thinking in Spanish. And there was a, like, it's not like a hundred percent, but like to this day, like, cause like, like when I first started dating Lo, she would not speak to me in English for like days oh as a God. way of like getting me acclimated. Oh, wow. So she'd be like, you know, like, like the way you learn is by swearing. Right. So she'd be like, you know, okay. Uh, I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we'd be waiting for a bus. I'd be like, "Where's that bus?" And she'd be like, "In Espanol." I'd be like, "Donde está pinche?" You know, oh it's, it's like you know, exactly like That's you would just start though. swearing. But it's just like there was a moment where I was reading it and I was understanding it. And I was fucking getting it, and it made sense. And like there's a there's occasional small phrases that'll pop into your language. Like to this day, if I'm hungry. You can say I'm hungry in English, and that's fine. Or you can say it in Spanish, and you go fucking tengo hambre, and mm-hmm. it's like fucking tengo hambre. I'm fucking hungry, right, right. and it's far more. It's, there's more weight behind it. Sure. Yeah, and so I kind of get that. Like I think it's a beautiful thing, but at the same time, if you're not doing that regularly, like yeah. I'm not, it'll fuck you know you lose it. Well, yeah, no, I'm not denying. Like I think like I love the idea of learning another language and preserving that, and like it is a beautiful thing. Merely the point I was making is. It's not as much of a necessity. If you want to just go travel the world, oh, you don't. You can Google Translate. Have you seen the camera? Yeah, yeah. That you can put over. It's amazing. You can put it over a street sign. It will translate it into fucking English in the same fucking font. It's it's such an imperialistic, insane. It's so imperialistic. Where the fact that you can get around anywhere speaking English. Yes, and and now actually, there's a guy that uh, invented an earpiece that in real time translates five languages into into English. You guys are you guys are read uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I saw the movie. Saw the movie. <laughs> so there's the thing- those people. This, this, ah, you <laughs> speak speak <laughs> with So there's a thing in the book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where um, there's like a funny like motif where uh, there's the thing called the babblefish. Mm-hmm. And you stick it in your ear and it'll translate any alien language. I, that I really feel like that's a thing going on now with well, like Google Translate. That and I think there's even just apps that you can have someone speak into yes. and then the phone will just translate that. 
I mean, tech, uh, that's technology again. Though. These phones. It's it's great. I love it because I'm lazy as shit. Right, but you're, I feel like you're gonna lose that stuff you're talking about. Though. Well, ten years ago, like I could speak enough Spanish to, like when I was in Mexico, I could order food mm-hmm. and I could like get around. Mm-hmm. I wasn't by no means fluent, but like you, you you're, you're dropped into a situation you have no right. choice. Now, like, you don't need, I, I, like, I get it, like, there, there is something I've lost in the years of uh, not practicing my Spanish, but, like, there is a, a technological advantage where, like, now you can get around anywhere. But, I mean, when I went to Italy, they had us taking courses beforehand and courses really? there. Did you speak, did you know in Italian? I, I got to the point where I wasn't fluent, but if I was having someone, a conversation with someone in Italian, I could pick up enough words from what they were saying to know what they were saying to me. Really? And speak enough words back to them where I can get them to understand. Italian me. is kind of confusing to me. It's, you know what? Like I Spanish makes seems, sense, but Italian's a little faster. It seems faster. pretty close to, to Italian or to Spanish, though. But it's faster, right? It's faster. And like, honestly, now I don't remember much of it. It's very minimal. Um, kind of like that because I didn't stick with it. But, yeah. but I'll be like that. I'm lazy too. So well, I would definitely use the technology to my advantage i only know the cuss words because of grandpa and grandma and my dad that's a good way to look at just start with the cuss words because that's that's how you learn every language like seriously like like low with like my wife would say to me like where i would say where's the fucking bus and she like in espanol i'd be like donde esta you know pinche camion you know it's just like you learn how to say the cuss words and that's how you kind of pick it up just swearing to me is filler yeah it is it is filler yeah like i i swear a lot but it's not really adding to my statement it's just you know it's just emphasizing uh, you know this, uh, just move that shit I mean that fucking bullshit over there just move it you know like yeah. it's not like I'm trying to like that fucking bullshit needs to be moved it's just you know, it's not fucking bullshit it's not angry yeah, it's, it's just, just there shit it's over just, there. you know the and it's so funny talk. how even now like Aunt Joanne and Angela and my mom when they hear us swearing hey watch your mouth but it's like really? where do you think we got this from do they really do that to you? Oh yeah I mean it's funny because like they'll say that and then two minutes later you hear them say the same yeah. shit you know? well I think like Angela, you're like Angela, Joey's mom never really swore. Yeah. Your mom occasionally. When she's mad. When she's or mad. When driving the car off the road. Joanne, maybe a little bit. My dad denies it, but he fucking swore yeah, a lot when swears. I was a kid. Yeah. Joanne's the chillest, I think. You think so? Don't you? Who do you think is uh, the chillest? You think Angela's? I've no, no, Angela. Angela's not. Angela's I've a fucking I've only seen Joanne saying. upset like twice, and that was from Marissa just driving her fucking. No, 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 no. <laughs> of all the uh, siblings, my dad is a fucking lunatic. Uh, Joanne is not as she's chill now because you know what the thing is about my aunt Joanne she has no kids right that's but why like, I think she's like chill like Angela is the most hyper oh yeah indeed she and parties Jenny, and Jenny she parties though but like your mom Jenny is fucking crazy in another way yeah but like my dad is sort of old and chill but my dad is grumpy he's definitely grumpy he is very grumpy and now that he has Facebook oh my dad on Facebook it's terrible well, well my, he's gotten better he's gotten better he's on Facebook yeah, yeah.